Another blessed morning, friends. Once again, welcome to the Porter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintala, the coordinator of the Porter's Gate Resource International Ministry. The God has designed and ordained for the development of the church, the equipping of the saints, and of course, the transformations of the nations. This is the day of the speakings of God. God is coming to us in various dimensions and expression and we are hearkening to his voice in this season. We are allowing the Holy Spirit to bring us deeper into the heart of the Father for this season in time. We are tracking that which, amen, is relevant to God's mind for his church, for the development of our spiritual life. We're coming into a dimension where the Spirit of God is emphasizing on the concept of a life that will allow us to be able to have a stand, all right, before God and, of course, before men. So, once again, you are welcome if you're joining me this morning. Wherever you are connecting from, it's an honor and also it's a great delight to share this moment with you. It's my prayer that what we are going to be looking again this morning will be something that will enrich your spirit, that will equip you, that will empower you, that will help you to have a better understanding of who you are, what heaven has designed and ordained you for, particularly in times like this. This is a time where the Lord is speaking about the updating, the upscaling, and of course, the upgrading of our lives. Amen. Of course, when God speaks about our life, he's primarily speaking about our spiritual state, because who, who we are spiritually defines and determines, amen, the life we are going to showcase. When we live a life, amen, <clears throat> excuse me, that is not in sync with who we are truly in our sense of spirituality, then we are called hypocrites. Hypocrites are those who portray or speak something that they are not on the inside. So heaven is focusing more on who we are on the inside, all right? The dealings of God for his ecclesia, for his church today, amen, is more of on the inside. We're, they're speaking to us about our state of spiritual life. They're speaking to us about our, the state of our mind, of course. When our spiritual state and our, you know, our mental state are in harmony, it affects our body, it affects who we are, it affects how we live life and how we represent the intentions of God. So I'm just basically helping you once again to have an understanding of what what we are doing, what the Spirit of God, amen, is emphasizing to us as a community, as a church, as the body of Christ, and of course, as the nation of God in the earth. I hope you know that God is building himself, amen, a people called a nation. So we rejoice in this glorious day, hallelujah. We celebrate his speaking, we celebrate his comings, we celebrate his mighty hand upon us, we celebrate, amen, his, 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 his leading and his guidance, we celebrate, amen, his, his demand for upon, upon our life. We celebrate the way he's calling us to come deeper and we celebrate his ascension. So if you are, if you are aligning with what the Lord, amen, is saying in this glorious day, then you're welcome to join us, amen, to continue to travel on this path. We thank God for how he's been speaking. Yesterday we were here and the Lord spoke to us regarding the concept of discipline. Wow, what a word, what a word yesterday. I'm not sure if you were here yesterday, if you listened to, you know, how the Spirit of God communicated with us. What a profound word. This morning, we are going to continue along that line because God is speaking to us. But before we continue, I want us to pray. Why do we need to pray? We need to pray to open our spirit, amen, to open the channels of our life, to connect, amen, with the intentions of God, with the desires of God. We want to pray so that, amen, 
God's mind, God's heart, God's purpose, amen, for our life will become manifest. Hallelujah. Prayer to me is beyond just, you know, like I always say, it's beyond just some, you know, appendix, some, you know, some statements, some, you know, requests we throw to God. When we pray, we open our, we open our spirit, we open our life for heaven to come in. We open ourselves, amen, for, for, for God to speak into, amen, our life, our state. And of course, we open ourselves to have a better perspective of the heavenly life, of the heavenly order, amen. So let us pray. Father, we want to thank you once again for your for your will, for your counsel, for your comings, for your speakings. Thank you, Father, for the way you have been de declaring, yes, the pattern of how we need to journey in this third day. This is the third day. This is the day of your glory. This is the day of your speaking. This is the day of your voice. And we thank you. We appreciate your comings. We appreciate, yes, the, the, the bellowings of, 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 of your spirit, of your water. We, we appreciate the wind of change that is blowing. We celebrate, oh God, yes, your voice upon us. Your word says, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. Thank you that our life indeed is the water. In the beginning, you said, let there be light and there was light as your spirit overs upon the face of the deep. Thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing. A generation of people are emerging, a new civilization. That is a word that we have not used for a long time, but it's a word you've dropped in my spirit for years. You say you are raising a civilization, a holy, a holy generation of people. Thank you, Father, that once again, your spirit is directing us towards that order of a life where we can become indeed the nation of God in the earth where our life can reflect yes the pattern of heaven on earth ah they said your kingdom come that your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven what a glorious life what an opportunity what what a day of representation that our entire life is to showcase the blueprint of heaven we are grateful and this is why you are speaking to us in the way you're speaking. This is why you are tweaking us. You are adjusting us. You're realigning us. Yes. You're breaking away what needs to be broken. You're removing what needs to be removed. And you are infusing. Yes. The current present emphasis of your demand. Yes. Into our life so that we can accurately represent you within the sphere and dimensions and offices that you have called us. What a day. We thank you for this, oh God. Yes, Lord, as you continue to speak to us about how to get ourselves aligned and prepared for this new day. Father, may we not turn our deaf ears. May we not be like them who hears but cannot do. May we not be of the company of them who gather but are not ready to respond. May our life continue to journey towards the place of divine, yes, synchronization, towards the place of divine harmony. May we continue to travel light as we shed off every weight, weight and sin that can easily beset us. Give us the revelation, oh God, that only in your presence can we find satisfaction. Because that is what draws us away from you when we think we can find fulfillment and satisfaction somewhere. But we know, Almighty God, that 
all of the satisfactions of this world, they are but temporal. No wonder Moses, when he came of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, chosen rather to suffer affliction with the people of God. He understood that the pleasures of Egypt, they are but for a season. I have seen the, the pleasures, the end of the pleasures of Egypt. They are but for a season. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life can only give us momentary pleasure. Oh, Father, help us to understand what it means to come to the day where our entire life is laid on your on your altar where we can find pleasure. Like Jesus said, my meat is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish it. Our meat, O oh God, is to live in your ambience, is to bring pleasure to you. It's when you have pleasure, when you are satisfied, that then we are satisfied. <laughs> there is no satisfaction except our life satisfies you, except our thought pattern, our desire, our pursuit passions all satisfy you and this is the reason why we bring all of us this morning once again lay it on the altar friends this is a devotional or this is a devotional platform we're not here to just to make some appendix prayer no some few no no we pray as the spirit of god leads us because that is what god amen needs to walk the walks that he needs to walk in us so we can be perfected so we thank you father this morning that you will continue to take glory you continue to take honor and you continue to take adoration in all that we represent. Thank you for the way that your spirit is guiding, leading, speaking to us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for truth that you're bringing. Thank you for what you're doing in our life daily. Thank you that you are awakening us and we are hearkening to that voice. Daily, he awakens my ears to listen like one that is being taught. We thank you once again this morning for the instructions of your spirit. Oh, I can continue like this for the next three hours. We thank you for the way you are coming. You are coming to us and you are walking. We may not see it. We may not even feel it. But something is taking place. Something is being altered. Something is changing on the inside of us. Day by day as we continue to behold you. Yes, as one who focuses on the mirror. We are being changed from glory to glory. We celebrate you, oh God. We celebrate you. May a generation of people begin to emerge in the earth who understand the preciousness, the value, the, the power, the authority of having a standing before you, of being able to communicate, to speak to you, and you are able to speak back to them. Hallelujah. Friends, once again, welcome. Uh, this is the Potter's Gate. I'm so glad that you are here. All right, the few people joining us, we want to thank God for your life. And those that will be joining us later or those that will be, you know, listening to uh, our podcast, the, the audio podcast, we also want to appreciate you, particularly people who are listening from outside South Africa. We've got people from different parts of the world who are really tracking what the Spirit of God is saying to us. Uh, particularly, there are those who 
all they want to hear right, is the way the Spirit of God is motivating us in the place of prayer. And that is an encouragement to me. So thank you, everyone. I appreciate how you know God is using you and how God is using us to steer you right, wherever you are. That is my desire to be an instrument to be used, to be steered. Thank you so very much, uh, my dear sister uh, Naomi. Thank you for joining this morning. It's nice to have you join this morning. And of course, all right, my, my disciples and commissar, thank you for joining also this morning. We bless God and my dear sister Tina also. Thank you, Tina, for also joining. And anyone joining us, if you're watching, wherever you're watching from, God bless you. Thank you for connecting. Well, you know by now that this is a platform where we allow the truth to lead us, to guide us, to take us deeper into the heart of the Father. So if you're a lover of truth, if you're a lover of, amen, uh, 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 authenticity you desire god amen more than anything you want to you want your life to reflect god's counsel you want amen you want to understand what your life is all about you want to understand purpose you want to understand vision you want to understand spirituality amen you want to understand humanity you want to understand manhood you want to understand womanhood you want to understand how to be a parent hallelujah how to be a leader either in the realm of politics or you know in the marketplace about in the world of business finance here is the place to be you know why because we source our resource from heaven and we download them as the spirit of god yes is speaking so uh if, if you will amen we we are for the manifestation of eternal counsel of the will of god thank you my dear sister uh, myrtle sister myrtle has been with me from the beginning from the beginning since i came to south africa so kudos to this woman of god nice to have you join us uh, i was telling my children uh, 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 not, not too long ago you know they were watching the program on the TV and they saw, you know, uh, this lady, Myrtle. They say, who is this auntie? Who is this lady? I say, no, Sister Myrtle, she's an auntie and uh, she's a veteran. <laughs> I say, whenever you see this auntie, you must greet her because she's one of the people that really, you know, opened her life and her hands and her home to your daddy when, you know, your daddy came to South Africa. So you must you must say, you know, uh, uh, thank you, Auntie Myrtle. All right. So I'm just telling you whenever they see you. <laughs> All right, what they must do. Thank you so much. Uh, this morning, we're going to continue, amen, to trap the heart of God, the mind of God regarding, amen, what we are looking at. Uh, of course, by now, you know that we are tracking something called, amen, uh, uh, warriors of righteousness. If you don't know, well, let me just uh, uh, flash this again. Today, of course, will be the part three. I thought I was going to just continue from the concept of the restoration of the tabernacle of David. But then I begin to realize that this is a message on its own that I should not mix with that, even though there's a continuity. Of course, all our message has a continuity. There's, they're, they're always connected to each other. Why? Because when God speaks, amen, God speaks as a continuous voice. Okay? What God said to you yesterday may sound different from what he's saying to you today, but if you connect deep into your spirit, you will see a continuity. Alright? So, but what I've done now, okay, I have decided Decided to separate this one from okay restoring the tabernacle of David. Okay, basically what we have been doing, amen, 
is to connect with the heart of God, to find the mind of God, amen, to understand what is God saying to the church, to the body of Christ, whatever you want to call that body, you want to call it a nation, you want to call it the ecclesia, you want to call it the church, you want to call it a saints, the saints, whatever you want to call it, really that doesn't really matter a lot to me. What matters to me is that, amen, we are tracking, amen, the voice of God, the mind of God, the intentions of God for our life and for the earth. That is the objective of the prophetic. And I hope you understand that this man that is speaking to you, amen, is a prophet, amen, by calling and by design, even though it carries a, 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 a strong dimension, amen, of an apostolic, you know, grace, which of course is to build, all right? So basically what I, what, what the Spirit of God is doing in my life or has done in my life and is still doing my life is the fact that he has brought me to the point where I understand, amen, what is known as the revelation of Christ because it's in the revelation of Christ that we are able to understand or track, amen, our unique identity and calling and assignment, okay? And I understand that, you know, purpose is, is a continuous thing, okay? As, as much as I am a prophet and a function, amen, in the office of one that is building, I hope you understand that uh, uh, Jeremiah was a prophet, he's a prophet, amen, but he was also called to do what? Amen? To build, yes, he was called to tear, he was called to plant, he was called to build. So you, if you, if, if you understand what the prophetic is, which of course is the manifestation of the spirit of Christ, the prophetic is not just about prophesying, it's not just about seeing vision, amen, it's not just about, you know, understanding dream and being able to understand, interpret dreams, alright, those are primary, you know, uh, 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 manifestations of the prophetic, the prophetic is about, amen, the, 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 the counsels of God, the kingdom of God coming to bear, hallelujah, it's about preparing a people to come into the order of God's divine intention, amen, for their life, for their season, the prophetic is about establishing the will of God, amen, in the earth or whatever, amen, wherever God has called and positioned you. So our understanding of the prophetic is a bit advanced, amen, to what you hear out there, all right? I'm not one of those who just come and give a prophetic word here and there and then throw words here and there. No, as we give words, we also seek to have the resource, amen, to build a people, to prepare them, hallelujah, for what God has ordained and designed for them. I just felt maybe God needed somebody to hear that, to know know that, to understand that, and of course, to align with that, alright, so, we thank God for that, yes, we are tracking something known as warriors of righteousness, and the Lord has been kind of helping us to understand what that is, what that means, and um, I've been writing a note, which I'm not done with, because I've just not had the time, alright, to finish it, <laughs> It's the, it's the veteran says veteran oh yeah you're a veteran if you don't know you're a veteran okay all right you're a veteran if you're follow if you've been able to follow Isaiah for the past seven ten years you must be a veteran because you know this guy is not just easy it's not easy there are people who have followed me and who have you know they can't just take it again. They've left, alright? So, if you can still be tracking Isaiah, you know, after these years, you certainly have something, alright, that, uh, uh, that you know that I don't know, alright? <laughs> Let's leave it that way. Okay. In, now, I, I, in my notes, I have something that I have tagged, amen, the emerging warriors of righteousness. The, the, emerging, the emerging warriors of righteousness. And like I've said in the past that, 
This is not the first time I'm sure you've heard the term warriors of righteousness. There are books that have been written. I think I've read maybe one or two about, you know, this, you know, uh, uh, um, topic warriors of righteousness. All right. And of course, God will speak to us within the seasons of our understanding. God will speak to us within the seasons of amen. Uh, you see, there's a revelation that kind of that is released in every generation, in every season, in every nation, in every society, in every community. If you, if you, if you really want to know those who are speaking the heart of God, all right, you will notice that they are, they are not just speaking what everybody is saying within a time frame, within a season, all right? They seem to have a better and a deeper and a clearer understanding, all right, of, of, of where God is going, okay? There's a period that God will say certain things and we, we camp around that thing. We build, you know, our emphasis around that thing and everybody celebrate it, okay? The issue is whenever God, amen, as is done with what he has said, amen, and he start moving on. People refuse to move on they, because they like what God has said, okay? It has built them all kinds of identity, maybe even release blessings and all of that. So they build the world around that thing, but God has moved on. So what, what I believe God is doing, amen, is that some of the things he said to us in the past that he had moved on and people have refused not to move on, amen. God is coming and he's, he's tearing, if you will, tearing the nest of those things that men have built. You know, some of the things that we've been saying today about churches that have refused to grow, to develop, to come into maturity. These were people that God spoke to, amen, some maybe 20, 30 years ago who had really tracking the mind of God, all right? And people loved what God was saying, but they refused to continue to move on because they built something massive, something big around that movement. That is why we need to be very careful about movement. I was thinking about that, you know, a few days ago and I was saying to myself, you know, it seems God is, is really drawing me away, you know, from the ideology, from the philosophy, the mindset of movement. I, I'm not into movement. I, I, I don't see myself as one of those who are into a movement. Yes, we may speak in terms of that, but I don't see myself, all right? I see myself, you know, being established within the order of God's eternal prophetic counsel, amen, for my generation. And when, I, when I'm talking about movement, I'm not just talking about, okay, what God said here today and then, you know, the next thing. There is something God wants to do. There is what is called the eternal purpose of God. I'm trying to understand that purpose, the eternal counsel of God. When we understand the eternal counsel of God, we will continue to move up. Yes, we will continue to move up. We're not just... You know, jumping from, you know, one thing to another, one revelation to another, one God knows what is going on, all right? Uh, no, it, today is the charismatic, tomorrow is the God knows what, today is the prosperity. No, all of these are part of what God, amen, has, has given to the church, okay? But there is, there, is, there is something God is doing, there is a place God is taking his people to, that he wants you and I, amen, to come to. It's like, it's like, it's like when we did a series on, you know, uh, 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 igniting the fire and we talked about coming to the mountain of God. That is not a movement. Coming to the hill of God is not a movement. It's, 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 it's coming to the place where your life, amen, becomes synchronized with God. Where you have that standing again in worship, hallelujah. Where you can have, a, you know, a, an eternal union with God. That is what we're looking at, amen. And that is what Isaiah was speaking about in Isaiah chapter 2. 
22 and he said, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted above every other mountain. Of course, if the mountain of God's house is established, somebody have to come there. Amen. For the glory of that, you know, of God upon that mountain to be revealed. Jesus went to the mountain of God, Hallelujah. And from there, they saw something they have never seen before. Hallelujah. The glory of God, amen, you know, so appeared that the Bible said, amen, its clothes turned white. Was like a snow. Hallelujah. Everything upon that mountain was totally, amen, opposite, you know, the reality that they, you know, that they came out from in the valley run. Okay. That's not a movement. That is a place we want to be. All right. But when we camp around, you know, a, a little fires here and there, okay, if somebody has caught a revelation of prosperity. So uh, uh, we go to that. And after that, one, we move away from prosperity. We go into, uh, um, you know, deliverance and all of that and all of that and all of that and all of that you see when we come into the body and we understand what god is doing within this church amen we have teachers there are supposed to be teachers in the house grace in the house that ought to build this thing into the people this thing that we're calling movement this thing that we're jumping around that we are you know we're scoring by names and phrases these are things that ought to be built into people. These are things that ought to be infused. Amen. If you're a, you're a, if you're a true father, amen, you should feed your children, amen, with the right meat. We should feed them with the right word. You should empower them, equip them, amen. The body, the house of God should be a place where people are informed, amen, to the point that the information starts transforming them. All right. But if somebody will have to live you know, the, the house to go and find truth somewhere, to go and find, it means that you're not doing your job. And of course, that is what God basically is doing right now. God is scattering all kinds of things, scattering them, amen, to your tent, every, all Israel. God is scattering the nest that, so that the people can go out and find the truth for themselves. Are, are you getting, I don't want to confuse you, but I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. <coughs> So even in our stationary position in, 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 in the things of God, there are height, there are, there are dimensions, amen, that we're coming into, all right? And, and this is what we are emphasizing. There are, there are truths that God is restoring in our day, all right, that we need to wear, that we need to understand, <clears throat> that we need to, you know, come into in order for us to come into completeness, in order for us to come into fullness, in order for us to come into the stature of Christ. Amen. Yes, we're growing into the stature of Christ. Growth, amen, is not a movement. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Growth is not a movement. Growth is 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 generic. is is a natural thing. It's a natural occurrence. My child is growing. Amen. Uh, in next month now, he's going to be two years old. He's growing. You understand? There, there's everything that God created grows. But the idea of movement is okay. What what's, what's, what is God saying to us in this house? Because um, we came into this revelation because we went to this conference and this apostle preached this particular message and everybody was wow. And then that become you know the chorus that everybody sings and we start building a movement around you know that apostolic word or that prophetic word. Okay, and we camp around it and we all rejoice. And we savor, amen, that season. And we eat the fruits, amen, of that season. And then after that season, it's like everybody start looking at themselves because uh, the well is dry. 
We need another movement. We need another conference. We need another God knows what. Amen. It's happening out there. There are so many voices out there that are not really, amen, speaking in regarding what the Spirit of God will have us, amen, listen to and respond to. Alright? So this is my calling. This is part of what God has called me to do and to teach, particularly within the context of the nation of South Africa. Alright? And of course, you know, reaching out to the nations of the world. We want, amen, we want to come to a day where we are stabilized, we are established, amen, we are unshakable, unmovable, amen. We, we, we have a clarity of what God is doing in our life and we're journeying, we are moving to us, amen, the intentions of God for our life. We are not we're, we're not captured we're not limited we're not you know imprisoned in some in some you know uh, camps you understand we, we, we're breaking camps and we are coming into all of the restoration of, of, of God for our life amen because there are truth that I still don't know there are things that maybe God have even said 10 20 50 years ago that have not come into all right yes for various reasons but we need to come into all the truth the spirit of God is restoring in this day this is the day of the restoration hallelujah of biblical truth as much as the devil is fighting the truth the enemy has set up systems to challenge to fight to resist amen what is the truth I was thinking about something this morning. I said, I mean, we live in a generation where literally the innocence of people have been stolen. I was just thinking about that. I mean, 20, maybe 30 years ago, <coughs> there are, in fact, I'll, I'll tell you what led to this. Something happened yesterday. My son, you know, we were all think we were all in the sitting room and somehow he found his way into the toilet and he threw something in the toilet. He threw one of his toys as well. He threw something in the toilet and then, uh, of course he's trying to reach it. So Jemima saw him and like, look what I do it, you know, and his arm was already in the toilet. And of course I was angry and all of that, but, but then it occurred to me, <clears throat> that's just a manifestation of his innocency. I mean, if he start growing, he will get to a certain age. He will realize that this is this is a toilet. I'm not supposed to put my hand inside the toilet. You understand? Uh, that's a place where people sit to poo poo and all of that. He's not aware of all of that. To him, it's just water and uh, it's a place to play. Uh, you, you see, that's that's innocency. And the Bible says regarding the things of God, we must be like children. We must be innocent. Oh God. I'm not sure if somebody is trying to, if somebody is speaking what I'm trying to say. <clears throat> we live in a day where our innocence has been stolen, has been, has been literally taken away. The in innocence of children today are literally ripped away. You've got children who are still developing, who are now demanded to make decisions that adults are struggling to make. We're seeing that happening in America, here, amen, in, in, in South Africa, all over the world. We're seeing it where the innocency of children have literally been taken. They've taken it. And I mean, this morning, I felt, I've, 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 you know, I really felt painful and I felt sorrowful in my heart. 
I mean, here's a child. A, a, a child does not know, the, you know, that, oh, this person is some very important guest. Is is This guy is, a, you know, uh, is an extraordinary person. He's a legendary. No, no. It, this guy would just do it. it it's, this baby is just innocent. The, you know, the, the, children don't understand protocol. We live in a world where everything that we do today, you know, we, we, we are suspecting each other. We, we can't receive from the Spirit of God because we are no longer innocent. We are no longer like a child. The Bible says, you know, you know, regarding certain things, they say, let's be children. But when it comes to certain things, they say, let's be, mat- let's be adults, let's be mature. So we have to be able to balance the two where we're supposed to express innocency and where we're, when we're supposed to express, amen, maturity. But the, 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 the bottom line is this generation... Is a generation that have lost innocency. By the time you 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 know your child is watching the Mickey Mouse, you know my my son likes to watch Mickey Mouse, but the old one, the old one. My, I don't allow my children to watch the new Mickey Mouse because the new the new Mickey Mouse, okay, you know, have stolen children's <clears throat> children's innocency. It's amazing. And it's not just Mickey Mouse alone. There are all kinds of you know programs, cartoons. They were you know they are indirectly. You know, projecting and suggesting, you know, things that adults are still, you know, trying to grapple with, trying to understand. These are the things they are suggesting to children. But I'm saying this, I'm looking at this from a from both a spiritual perspective and of course from a general perspective that if, if you say, ah, my child, uh, my child is still a child, you know, that kind of a thing, uh, we don't, uh, you'd be surprised that your child already know those things. That's why we cannot afford to presume or assume in the days we're living, we cannot afford to close our eyes and pretend as if, well, no, you've got to start to tell children about certain things and, you know, and protect them. If you can still protect them from certain things, do that. But it's not just about children. I'm also speaking about our spirits, the spiritual condition, our spiritual state. Amen. There is a point and a place where, where God hides certain things from us, where God keeps certain things from us, where or uh, those things are, are you know, you, you are not supposed to, you know, enter into them because they are protecting your innocency. And this is very important. Okay. So, that is that. I, I don't know how, how I got into that, but uh, God is speaking to us. And there's some things that I really want us to begin to look into uh, as we begin to grow and develop. Amen. And mature. Maturity does not mean that you lose the sense, amen, of innocency. Maturity does not mean that you lose the sense, amen, of 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 your of your humility, of your you know sense of humbleness and and purity. You know that's part of innocency. Purity is part of innocency. You see, when 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 the Bible says to the pure, all things are pure. When you relate in purity, you know, to people, <clears throat> and people are suspicious of you. It means that their innocence has been stolen. I'm a very open person. I mean, I relate with to people, and and sometimes you know, when you don't understand that, you will think, "Oh, what's going on with this guy?" No, because that is who I am. As much as yes, I'm the I'm the prophet. I'm the I'm this elder. Yes, and we re, we we interact with dimensions in the spirit. But I can be so very very you know jovial and innocent and down there you know on the ground. I think that is the way God wants us to relate. 
Because if you cannot relate to that, I'm telling you, you're going to live your life in anxiety. You're going to live your life worrying, amen, at every second, at everyone who knocks at your door. You, I mean, in fact, you will block your bowels of mercy. You won't do the things, amen, that you're supposed to do because you're suspecting people. Because you are, but anyhow, I believe that's something we need to look into, all right? God is speaking to us. I, I believe all of this connect because I'm, I'm trying to, ask myself, how does this connect with what we're talking about? But I think there's a connection. All right. So, um, <clears throat> I said a few days ago, you know, I posted, you know, a, a, a message, something that we did, I think, to, uh, 2019, yes, 2019, on the rise or the emergence of Warriors of Righteousness, 2019. All right. So, as I posted that thing, the Spirit of God just stared my heart and said yes but now you're coming into a more advanced knowledge of this order of life remember we're talking about we're talking about warriors of righteousness but the spirit of god is also emphasizing certain things within the context of warriors of righteousness that will allow us amen <clears throat> excuse me to manifest that life of who a warrior warrior of righteousness is meaning that we have to look at what it means amen to be a warrior but first of all what it means to have amen a standing that's what righteousness is so i, I put certain things down i'm not sure if i should be able to, if i can just read that maybe that will give us a bit of perspective of what i'm trying to say <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> It says there are various impressions the Lord is using in this hour to capture within the minds of the saints the image and the identity of the third day church. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is from my note that I'm reading now. It says there are various impressions the Lord is using in this hour to capture within the mind. They do certain things to, to help us to capture amen. Yes, what the Lord is saying. All right. Within the minds of the saints, the image and the identity of the third day church who will represent its prophetic purpose and agenda in the earth. I said, as I share one of the posts we made in 2019, I realized the spirit of God has been speaking to us about the emergence of the warriors of righteousness. This is four years later and the Spirit of God is still impressing and steering the same word within our spiritual template and consciousness. But I am sensing that the Spirit of God is bringing this word into a deeper and a fuller you know, reality of divine revelation of the company of saints, all right? Who have a perpetual standing before the Father. That is an important point I want to emphasize. Alright. When we talk about warriors of righteousness. The first thing that must come to your mind. Okay. Is about a company of men and women. In this season and beyond. Amen. Who have a perpetual. A continual standing. Before the throne of God. Before the Father. There are certain company of, of creatures that God, amen, created. We, we don't know about some of them. Some we do know. Many of them we don't know. But they have a standing. Alright? Some of them are cherubims. Some of them are seraphims. But these are, these are angelic beings. Alright? Who have a perpetual standing. 
all right like the 24 elders okay who have you know a standing before the before the father worshiping and bowing down casting their crown before amen before the lord all right now a saints are arising the saints of the third day a people within this order amen of this generation within the order of god's prophetic demand amen for his church for his ecclesia in this new day all right arising up and these people are gonna have what they're gonna have a standing before the lord <clears throat> excuse me they are gonna have a standing before the lord this is why they are called amen warriors of righteousness and i'll tell you why they are warriors of righteousness i've explained that before but i will explain it again okay but the first thing you've got to know about this company remember i said something some you know i said something some time ago i said this is the day amen of the makings of spirit there are certain you know spiritual you know realities that god is bringing to the fore that god is revealing to us there are you know you know just as we have different faces amen naturally so we have different spiritual personality are you seeing how the messages are all interconnected i'm not confused i hope i'm not confusing you i'm not i'm not confused at all but there are several emphasis is that there are several streams amen that god is speaking amen you know to and through hallelujah you know it's like we're coming to the garden and those four heads of river each of those heads of river amen represent an identity represent a revelation represent amen an image represent a source amen represent a provision amen remember the bible says from 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 the garden of eden amen four heads of river flowed out i'm just telling you trying to help you to understand why i'm speaking the way i'm speaking why the lord is using me to speak the way i'm speaking because you you may be able you may be saying is this guy actually coherent i'm very coherent <laughs> understand and i understand because i'm aware amen of the way god is speaking to us of the various emphasis amen is bringing to us at the same time and i need you amen to believe god for your capacity amen to grow to develop so you can receive these things they said there are things that they want to say to us they say but we can't bear them now but the Holy Spirit has come to make all truth, amen, known to us. And so we need to employ the ministry of the, of the Holy Spirit. He's the one that teaches us, that reveals truth to us. So uh, uh, just take this in, amen, and ask the Lord to give you understanding and revelation because they are doing a quick work in righteousness, amen. Yes, this is not a time to, you know, to camp around, you know, one revelation for another 10 years. There's a speediness. There's a speediness to the things of God in this season. Hallelujah. There's a demand to grow, to mature. Amen. And we're not talking about mechanical growth now. But there's a need, amen, to, 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 to go into certain dimension of a lifestyle that will allow us to grow well and grow quick. Amen. And grow effectively so we can be ready for what the Lord, amen, yes, has ordained for us. Now you begin to hear the prophetic coming out. Okay. Now you begin to see. As, I, as, I'm, as I'm teaching, but I'm also teaching telling you what is going on hallelujah that is that is amazing that is amazing i need you to understand that okay so what am i saying i'm saying that in this season all right the lord amen is 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 building is branding our spirit that's another word god used hallelujah yes to emphasize what he's doing god is branding our spirit amen with certain hallelujah uh, 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 you know 
competency, certain values, amen, certain character, hallelujah, just as you know me in the natural, amen, I need you to begin to know me in the spirit, all right, how do you know me in the spirit, you know me in the spirit, amen, by the way God, amen, is uniquely speaking and dealing with me, the way, amen, the spirit of God is coming, there's a coming, there's a way God is coming to Tina, there's a way God is coming, amen, to Nkumisa or to Myrtle, there's a way God is coming to, you know, to Kate, there's a way God is coming, you understand, to Elizabeth, there's a way God is coming to Naomi, there's a way God is coming to our community, amen, there's a way God is coming into our city, into our nation, yes, there's a general speaking of God, but there is a unique way, there's a unique way to which God is coming to us, because God cannot come to you beyond what, amen, you can understand or what you can bear, amen, God will not come to you and say things to you that will just pass your head. They will come to you and speak to you in relating to things you can understand, things you can relate to. Sometimes that that concept is just to bring you into another understanding, another dimension. As I'm speaking, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm picturing Enadel. You know, I'm picturing Enadel. You see, when God comes to Enadel, all right, there are certain people that he comes through. There are certain entities that he comes through, you know, because I've lived in Enadel, so I understand. I'm not sure how many gatekeepers are in Enadel today. Spiritual gatekeeper. I know there are churches everywhere in Enadel, but the fact that there are churches in everywhere does not mean that God speaks through those churches. No. God will speak through certain people who have bear the responsibility. Certain people that, amen, have received the responsibility, the grace, who have been carrying, you understand, that that community in, in their heart, in their, in their spirit, amen, for years. They've been tracking with God. They may not even be popular. They may not be pastor. They may not be apostle. They may not be prophet. But God has positioned them as gatekeepers. They've been they've been there, all right, in the spirit, warring and seeking to see to the intentions of God, all right, to be established there. Why they are pushing back and fighting, you know, all the ungodliness and the perversion and the wickedness, all right, that 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 is that is designed, all right, to frustrate the counsels of God for that small community called Enade, and that is how it is in other areas. It could be somewhere in, in, in America, in New York, some community in New York. God looks for certain people. And whenever God wants to come all right, and start doing something, it comes through those people. Will God do anything without first, amen, visiting his friend, revealing it to his, his friend called Abraham? Will God hide anything from Abraham? You see, Abraham, Father Abraham, hallelujah, is an elder at the gate. You see, God was on his way, amen, to go and destroy, amen, a place called Sodom and Gomorrah. But God will not go without passing, hallelujah, the gateway of Abraham. And Abraham, because he was sighted, because Abraham was a watchman, hallelujah, the Bible says he was seated, amen, at the gate, amen, at the, you know, at the tent, or, or you know, at the front of his tent, while, amen, the, 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 the theophany of God was passing, amen, Abraham accorded them, friends, come in, you know, drink water, let me wash your feet as you go on your journey, are you seeing maturity at play, but that's not where I'm going, I'm just picking something in my spirit, because you've got to understand the way God, amen, comes. 
Now, the, the, the fourth thing God added to this message is coming. God said he's restoring gatekeepers. He's restoring territorial leaders, men and women, all right, who have the ability, who have the capacity, the competence, amen, to allow the things of God to flow in and to shut out, hallelujah, the activities of the, of the enemy. They have the capacity. They have the grace. Not everybody can do that. Now God is restoring that. And therefore, as these people, as these people take their rightful place and begin to walk, amen, in the directions of the Spirit, you will begin to see prophetic activity. You begin to see apostolic activity. You know, apostolic and prophetic activity are not those, uh, it's not those who are just making noise, who are saying, I'm a prayer. No, no, no. There are people you don't know of. There are people, there are entities you don't know. Because these people have been made, their spirit, their spirit, their spirituality, hallelujah, is being tweaked. The spirituality is being fine-tuned. They are, they are restoring them like Abacock. They are restoring back them back to the ram, to back to the back to the you know tower, hallelujah. Yes, back to the watchtower. You see, yes, they are taking their place as they take their place. Heaven comes and interacts with them. And then they open up. That's the point I want to make. They open up, amen, the window of their community, amen, to the speakings of God, to the demand of God, to the release of God. That's their mission. Oftentimes, we don't know these people. There are few, maybe, that I, I, I've met like that in Enedo when I was there. Many of them, women, when these people pray, you 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 <laughs> you just know. I mean, Sister Marta, you know Auntie Anne, Sister Anne, one of those powerful women. I mean, if I don't go to that woman and spend some time, it's like something is just not. It's not. It's, it's something is not complete. When I go to this woman, Auntie Anne, you know, elderly woman, our hair already white, but she can. Pick things by the spirit. Pick things by the spirit. I remember the last time, you know, uh, um, uh, we spoke. I, I spoke. I called her from here. We spoke for about one hour on the phone, just chatting by the spirit, weeping and crying and praying and all of that. There, I mean, there are certain people. They are. <laughs> they are not church people. You know what I mean, church people. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm talking When I'm talking about warriors of righteousness, I'm not just talking about those aunties who can just pray. You know, they say they're prayer warriors, but they are so clueless about the things of God. That's not what I'm talking about. Because you have those religious people who say, oh, we are we are the prayer warriors. We we pray. We no no no. Who uses manipulation and intimidation and or sometimes witchcraft, even in the idea of intercession, that's not what I'm talking about. You have to know their spirits. You have to be able to pick them by the spirit. Amen. The deep must call to the deep. So if you're not deep, you can't even trace them. You can't track them. You can't understand who they are. And that is what God does. Amen. In nations, in communities. You understand? As, as God has them in community, he also has them. Amen. Over, over cities and over nations. This is the day where God is restoring this caliber, this kind of people. We call them, you know, a caliber. But they're very humble. They're very unassuming. They're like your ordinary people, but they carry something deep. They carry the, the key, I mean, that unlock cities, that unlock nations. Yes. When they shut the key, amen, they shut the door over a city, it's shut. They say, is there not, you know, one we can consult? 
regarding this issue. The king wants to go to war. Is there not one we can consult to give us the word of the Lord? He has the key. But that is not where I'm going, all right? Uh, uh, something led to this. And uh, you see, yeah, there's a demand in, when there's a demand in the spirit, sometimes you say things, you proclaim things, you make declarations. So I want to go back, you know, to my message. Are you with me? What's the time? So, I said, this is four years later. And the Spirit of God is staring and impressing the same word into our spiritual template and consciousness. But I am sensing that amen, what God is saying now regarding this concept of warriors of righteousness amen, is a more mature, advanced posture of, of saints who have a perpetual standing before the Father. I think that was what stayed, you know, all of the things I've just said in the past you know, uh, 10 minutes. They have a perpetual standing. That position of standing defines, amen, their, 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 their presence of execution upon the earth. You see, they define how they will go and execute the judgment of God upon the earth. No one comes into the order of, amen, the kingdom life, nation building, hallelujah, the concept of, you know, a, a global engagement and transformation without having, first of all, the righteousness that has a perpetual standing. Remember, righteousness is an uprightness. But this uprightness is not just before men, it's first before God. That position of having a standing before God, allow your feet, you see, on earth, to become relevant to the issues of, of reformation, transformation, redemption, hallelujah, restoration of nations. Are you seeing what we're talking about? So when we talk about the warriors of righteousness, a man, listen to this, very important. A man, I'm paraphrasing my note now because of time. A man, okay, and women, amen. Whose life has become an offering in worship. Their life is a perpetual smoke unto God in worship. Worship is what defines warriors. Worship, amen, is what makes warriors. You cannot be a warrior of God. You cannot fight and advance, amen. It's, I hope you understand why. Anytime you mention kingdoms, there is warfare. Anytime you mention, amen, kingdom, you better believe it. There is warfare. And I remember what I told us when we began this series of teaching. I said, please do not limit the concept of warfare you used to understand within the charismatic era. Hallelujah. To what the Spirit of God is emphasizing. Because if you do, you are going to make a mistake. You're going to, you know, be shipwrecking. There's going to be, amen, yes, casualty. Because you are going to be engaging, amen, this third day, hallelujah, with the mindset, with the old mindset that heaven has moved away from. There are things that God moves away from. God deals with us, amen, as, as our spirit journeys with him. When we journey with God, they show us, amen, new things, greater things, amen. They say, greater things, amen, we're going to do. The more we journey with God. Listen, what you have left behind 10 years ago, 
are the things certain people are coming into now and they are making noise about it making noise about it and every, everywhere is full of their noises but you have left that thing 10 years ago now if you, are, if you don't know your identity if you don't know who you are if you don't know your spiritual branding their noise may overshadow what you are saying <laughs> so when you come to that order what you must do amen is step away Focus on what God, amen, is using because you are carrying a people. You are leading a people, amen, to a dimension others are just coming into. If you don't understand what I'm saying, then please don't bother. Don't try to, you know, crack your head over it. Just let it be. The Spirit of God, amen, will give you insight and understanding, all right, as we, as we journey on. What am I doing? I'm trying to help us to capture the spiritual season, the spiritual order, the spiritual uh, reality of the days that we're living. It seems the emphasis of today is a bit different from the emphasis of yesterday. In fact, I've not even I've not entered in the continuation of what of where we stopped yesterday. I've not entered there. And I guess it's for a reason. God is doing something because each each day, amen, he awakens us, right? And I'm just responding to the awakening of the truth, of the emphasis of the spirit for today. Maybe for whatever reason. Maybe somebody is joining us today and that person needed to hear what I'm talking about. The, the person needed to emphasize, they needed to hear this emphasis because God does that. Do you know that God can, God can alter the, the entire service of 2,000 people for one person? Just for one person. I was sharing with, you know, uh, uh, one of our sisters, you know, a few days ago about how God plunged my life, amen, into what I'm doing today. I was, you know, I was in the church way back. And I was still under, you know, Christ Chapel. A woman came from, you know, my pastor brought this group of people from America. He likes to do that. He travels out and he brought this group of people. You know, and some of them were Sami, some of them were prophets, prophetess, and all of that. You know, and it was a nice time. I guess you know the, the message those people preached were far ahead of the of that season. But guess what? I believe I was one of the people God arranged that program from. You know, that program for. Because after this woman, you know, preached and made certain declaration, you know, um, and of course they call people out if you want God to steer your giftings. I mean, I don't really know what gift God has given to me. I just know that I love, I love God. I love the people of God. I love to evangelize. And this woman, amen, lay hands on me. I mean, they were clear prophetic words. This woman spoke into my heart, direct. And that was set my heart on a journey. And I knew from that day, I was done in that church called Christ Chapel. Mind you, I was my pastor's personal assistant. That was how close I was. <laughs> that was how close I was to the, I was his personal assistant. But when that word hit my spirit, it's like a brick. You know, I just went like, I, I, I can't explain it. God is speaking to somebody. God is tearing the heart of somebody. God is tearing your heart. God is setting your heart on a journey. Because every time I want to go back to, to my message, God keep bringing me back to this emphasis. I mean, a, a, 
I mean, that church is massive. You know? I mean, who am, who am I? I'm just nobody doing my own thing. And that word turned my life upside down. That's what I'm saying. When, you, when your heart is right, when you are seeking God, not seeking religion. I was tired of religion. I was tired of the routine. I was just tired of, you know, the happy clappy and everybody just doing what everybody is doing. Jolly, jolly. And, you know, I, I wanted more of God. And that woman spoke deep into my heart. I said, it's done. And of course, what do I know? I said, I'm going to go to Bible school. And my pastor said, but but we've got, you know, Patmos Bible School. Why don't you enroll in this Bible school here? Yeah. I said, no, sir. I, I want to go to, you know, to Benin. I want to go to Benin. God was setting my heart on a journey. Oh, God, I pray. May God set your heart on a journey. As you listen to this voice, you may not fully understand. I didn't fully understand what God was up to. But I knew God was setting my heart on the journey. Something was happening in me that I cannot explain. By the way, the house I was living, amen, was given to me. You know, I was living in the church quarters. You know, the church on the house. So if you're going to live where you're going to be staying, I don't have any place to stay. So you can, the burden of God upon my life, amen, was so much, was so heavy that the comfort around me was no longer enough. To hold me back. I mean, you would have thought you have no place to go. I mean, what? I start picking my things, start putting them here and there, start my books. I send them to one of my cousins, you know, that one, you know. <laughs> things, but if, if that woman never prayed for me, hallelujah, if that woman never lay hands on me and spoke those words I'm sure I will not be where I am today I'm sure I will not be doing you better believe that when God sends somebody into your life or God collide you with a time and a season that wants to shift you that is not the time to get yourself distracted that is not the time to be looking here and there that is not no no you've got to give heed to what the spirit of God is saying I'm telling you God is setting somebody's heart on a journey this morning God is setting your heart on a journey. I heard this word. This woman, Georgia Pennington, I will never forget her name. Her name is Georgia Pennington. She looked straight into my, into my eyes and said, this is what I pick the Lord is saying to you. As she spoke this word, she raised her hand and she laid hands on me. I just slum. I just slum. I went down. I... <laughs> Thank you. says God doesn't use women God used a woman to set me on a journey God have always used women to set me on a journey no wonder the devil had always tried to use women to destroy my life but God gave me victory you better understand that the same route God uses to bless you is the same route the enemy is going to be seeking to destroy you but here am I today I'm still standing by his grace by his grace. You've got to understand that this is the day to look into your spirit and let the voice of God rise up. Stop, stop suppressing that voice. Stop suppressing that voice. Hear the voice of God. Stop suppressing the voice of your spirit. Give that spirit, yes, authority to speak. 
Whenever your spirit wants to speak, mm, you, 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 you literally allow things to distract you. You shut the voice. That's when you want to go and watch Netflix. You, you, know, you know, a period come in your life, you have to shut down certain accounts. Netflix, you shut them. Anything that could be of distraction to you. There are places you go that you know is of Friends that you know they can be of distraction. Cut them away. Certain numbers, you delete them. Why? Because this is the time to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I'm getting what God is saying. A few days ago, God gave me a word as I woke up in the morning. He said, now is the time to seek the Lord. Invest in your spiritual growth. You see, these are, these are all dimensions that explain to us, amen, yes, how to begin to grow and become discipline in the things of, of God because they want to take your spirit beyond just well I'm a Christian no they want to bring you to the point where you begin to understand your true spiritual identity your true spiritual makeup so that when they commit certain things into your hand you know how to handle those things and you can carry those things out amen without hesitation without reservation without distraction without confusion God is branding our spirit in this new day God is empowering our spirit God is calling us to the place of prayer listen this prayer is not just about getting something this prayer is about being transformed the prayer you're gonna be praying in this season will be God touch those dimensions of my life that have been you know hindering me those rebellious area those places that have become a blockage that whenever I want to advance those things are there to stop me from coming into the next thing that you have planned and ordained for me I want to be a vessel I want to be an instrument I want to be your voice for this season in time but lord there are too many distractions there are too many distractions in my life distraction within my mind distraction within my environment distraction within my home within my family lord i permit you to remove this distraction set my heart on the journey set my mind on the course send people across my way that will bring your word that will give me yes lord uh, the, the, the the clarity of your voice that will confirm what you're doing in my life i surrender i yield myself to you i want to hear your voice as you have called me to be your ship my ship hear my voice i want to hear your voice i will no longer be afraid of your voice i will no longer be afraid of your voice for there is no fear in love i yield i surrender i submit myself to you i want you to speak to me in a way that will empower me in a way that will embolden me in a way that will allow me yes lord to break forth to go forth in a way that will allow me to step into what you have eternally prepared for me i don't want to die a carbon copy i don't want my life to be a reflection of what others are saying I want to have my own personal encounter and experience with you. Bring me into a day of new spiritual experience, oh God. Walk upon me. Bring me to your hill. Bring me to your mountain. Remove from me, oh God, everything that is of a distraction. This is the day. Circumcise my heart. I present my life. I lay it on the altar as Isaac laid on the altar. I lay on the altar. Let your will be done in my life. Friends, when you start praying like this, you may not see anything. You may not feel anything. But oh, the cloud is gathering. 
something is happening within the realm of your spirit man within the realm of your life something is shifting something is shifting as I'm praying right now I feel the shifting over your realm something is happening hallelujah over your space why we look not to the things that are seen the spiritual things cannot be seen with the natural with the natural eyes and you cannot feel it no 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 God at the desert, I can't, I'm not, no, no. You, you're moving beyond feeling you've got to know you know the truth. Truth is not a feeling. You know the truth. And that which you know sets you free. As I know right now that as I'm speaking, I'm engaging with certain people. I'm engaging with your spirit. I'm engaging with your mind. I'm engaging with your thought. I'm engaging with that amen, mindset, that belief system that says you can't go beyond this level. That says you can't rise beyond this level. God says not so. This day, I am breaking the hold. This day, I am bringing you into a new dimension. I am bringing you into a new level. I am bringing you into a new perspective. I am rising you up. I am raising you up and I'm rising you up. I'm bringing you to a place where your life can begin to function in the authority that it's been designed for. This is the day of the spirit. Let your spirit right now begin to gain ascendance. Let your spirit begin to commune and communicate with your true, hallelujah, identity in the Father. Let your mind right now begin to surrender, hallelujah, to the voice of the Father, to the speakings of Christ. Let your life be aligned, hallelujah, to the mindset of Christ receive the mindset of Christ in the name of Jesus I address right now into, I address right now in your life everything that has stopped hindered you from rising they say these are the horns these are the four horns that have hindered they have to identify the horns we identify every horn that has benchmarked your spiritual life that has benchmarked your spiritual growth that has benchmarked your spiritual development and we, we address them in the name of Jesus we bring them down I declare you will not remain in the level of milk. Yes, there's a season where milk is good, but now it's time to eat meat so you can know how to do the will of God. Jesus said, my meat is my meat is to, yes, do the will. My meat, my food is to do the will. When you eat of the meat, Jesus said, eat of me. When you eat of Jesus, you begin to know how to live life, how to carry out the intentions of God for your life. My meat is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish it. Capacity to know in the name of Jesus. Oh, we break barriers of limitation begin to come into the realm of divine interaction begin to come into the realm of divine connectivity begin to know begin to hear begin to respond in the name of Jesus you are called to be warriors of righteousness in the name of Jesus have a standing with God this morning in the name of Jesus don't let the enemy hinder what God is doing in your life don't let the enemy stop what God is doing in your life this is your day warriors of righteousness uh, is a condition where we are yes culture in the consciousness uh, of our kingdom identity where we can represent all of God's prophetic counsel for our day in the name of Jesus arise 
break forth from darkness step into light in the name of Jesus let the hand of God rest upon you let the glory of God begin to shine upon you in the name of Jesus enter into the full reality of divine competency enter into the reality of divine know-how in the name of Jesus be obscure be developed be equipped be empowered yes in the name of Jesus I say be obscure be developed be equipped be empowered come into the next level where your life yes begins to mirror the image of Christ within the realm that you have been given hallelujah to govern in the name of Jesus I declare right now that your spirit is soaring you are soaring above the wind. You are soaring above the mountains. You are soaring above, yes, the flood. In the name of Jesus, begin to flow. Begin to walk in the new identity of Yahweh. In Shando. Begin to flow in the new identity of Yahweh for your life. Begin to come into the full realization of God's demand for your life. Do not live your life in rebellion. Surrender to the wind of the Spirit. Surrender to the guidance of the Spirit. Surrender Surrender, hallelujah, to the demand of God for your life. Right now, I declare, let there be a stirrings of the waters. Uh, let there be a stirrings uh, so that there can be a separation. There cannot be a separation without a stirring. There cannot be a separation without a stirring. When God steers the water, everything looks muddy. Everything looks terrible, but it's for a reason. They want to separate, hallelujah. They want to separate, yes, the prophetic the profane from the holy. They want to separate the sacred, hallelujah, from the righteous. If this is the day of sacredness, this is the day of maturity, this is the day of perfection, this is the day of holiness, this is the day of God, this is the day of his power, this is the day of truth, this is the day to rise, this is the day to become all that the Father has ordained for you. I proclaim unto you right now, begin to wear the cloak of Christ. They say, Put on the Lord Jesus. Put on the mind of Christ. So you can rise above the opinions of man. So you can rise above the mindset. Hallelujah. Of your day. Put on the Lord Jesus. Let this mind be in you. In the name of Jesus. I declare. You are breaking forth. You are moving in. You are becoming. Yes. Procurers of the things of the spirit. The kingdom of God is coming nearer and clearer unto you. You are beginning to know the ways of God. The ways of the spirit. The Lord will not hide his purpose from you. Will I do anything without revealing it uh, to my friend? Uh, yes, uh, Abraham, you are the seed of Abraham. The Old Testament. Listen to what the Spirit of God is about to say. Some people say we are not living in the days of the Old Testament again. I understand what they are talking about. That we're living in the day of the New Testament. Listen to this. The Old Testament is not just about the law of Moses. The law of Moses was given to Moses and to the nation of Israel. And there are dimensions we need to learn from that law. As long as much as we are not under the law. We are under the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. But the Old Testament did not begin with the law. The Old Testament began with grace. Because what dimension was Abraham operating in? The Bible talk about Amen. Abraham, the father of faith. Faith began before the law. Shilabaya. Wherever you find faith, you find grace. What do you think? What do you think Abraham was operating on when God said to Abraham, take your son, your only son, Isaac, to 
uh, Moriah, one of the mountains, and sacrifice him there. What do you do? You think Abraham was operating by the law? Yes, he was operating by the law, but which law? The law of faith, which is connected to the law of grace. Abraham would not have been able to do what he did if faith and grace was not propelling him. And wherever there is grace and there is there is there is faith, there is the liberty of the spirit. I say to you, friends, there's a dimension God is bringing us into. Hallelujah! Before the law given to a people. To help them, to midwife them. The law was given to midwife them. To bring them to Mount Sinai. So they can begin to encounter the God. Upon the hill. Oh God. Open our eyes. Open our minds. Open our understanding. We are not of them going into perdition where of them that you have called redeeming from the law of sin and death redeeming from bondage where of them lord as we enter this sphere i pray that your the spirit of your people will be liberated from every limitation from every capture of pharaoh and egypt oh father when egypt has become the emblem of people's default concept of thinking and reasoning even when you give them grace, they will abuse it. <laughs> there is nothing you give to them of the spirit that they will not abuse. Because they have not been taught of the new ways of the spirit. This is what God is doing in our day. Because many of us have been caught up, taught by religious system. By institutionalism. But the minds of men, we find it difficult right now to respond to the instructions of the Spirit, to the directives of the Spirit, to the leading of the Spirit. Because we have followed men for too long, we don't know how to follow God again. Because we've been part of a system that have impoverished us, that have limited us, that have sought to imprison and capture us and even take advantage of our resources. Now we don't know how to respond when we hear the voice of God. They say, harden not your heart when you hear the voice of him that calls. Your liberation begins from the place of being able to hear the voice of God. Because as you hear the voice of God, you will listen. And they will give you instructions. They will give you direction. This is the way of discipline. This is the path to discipline. As we round up this morning, I'm going to read that scripture, Hebrews 12. And then when we come back again, we'll go further into it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to read from verse 1, Hebrews chapter 12, and we'll be done. Therefore, since we are surrounded by a such great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run, let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us, Caprodocianda, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of faith. For the joy set 
before him, he endured the cross, scorning the shame and sat at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endures such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose hearts. Verse 4. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding of your blood. And have you completely forgotten the word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? He says, my son, do not make light of the lost discipline. The Lord is calling us to a day of discipline. Why? Because there is an harvest of righteousness waiting for us in the future. My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you. Does this word sometimes sound like a rebuke, a correction? Yes, it's because God, the Father, is speaking to you and it's because he loves you. It's because he wants your spirit back, amen, to that point and place, hallelujah, of authority. It's because he wants you, amen, to succeed and excel and achieve for him and his kingdom. In days to come. Last year was it last year the Lord said to us. That the things God will be speaking to us in this season will be corrective by nature. Lord we thank you. Lord we thank you. Lord we thank you. Yes. Remove the religious spirit from your church, oh Lord. Yes, that's a good prayer. We pray that God will remove the religious spirit. Will remove the lies. Will remove the perversion. Will remove the, 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 the spirit of demigods. Men who have taken the position of God. Men who have, who have crafted the image of their own God before the people. We remove the spirit of the idols of false God. Let my people go. Lord, we honor your name. We thank you. We bless your name for the liberty of your spirit. Thank you for correction. Thank you for boldness. Thank you, Father, for boldness to stand, to rise up. Friends, when the Lord set my heart on a journey to live, you know, the church I grew up, I mean, this is a man literally people are afraid of. There was no there was no fear. There was nothing that could change my mind. I was determined. God is leading me into my destiny. I may not have a full clear understanding of what that is, but I was determined to go. And I set my heart on a journey and I've not looked back. And of course, me and the pastor, we finally became friends again after, you know, he got angry with me and said all kinds of things. But when the man began to see the fruits, we became friends. My point is, a day come, you have to take your own destiny, hallelujah, to hand. Your destiny is not in the hand of a man. It's not in the hand of system. Men are supposed to encourage, build you, empower you, and release you to fulfill God's intention for your life may not be said of me that one day I will stop or try to hinder those whom God has placed within my space to build them, to encourage them, to build them. No, in fact, I will release them. Amen. The moment I sense it's time for them, they must go. 
This is a school. This place is a school. This place is a school. The moment, amen, you, you are graduated, you're gone. You're gone. That's why we have people following us from different parts of the world, listening. Because we want to bring people to the point and place where they can hear God. Jesus said, if I be lifted up. No, may it not be said that we are lifting up ourselves and we claim we are lifting up Jesus. No, be, lift up Jesus. Let Jesus be lifted above. Yes, your, 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 your resource, your source. Let Jesus be lifted above your need. Let Jesus be lifted above your influence. Let Jesus be lifted, yes, above your identity. Come on, don't, don't make the people need you. Amen. Present the people to Christ. We honor you, Father. Come on, friends. What a way... <laughs> Certainly, God must have set out this morning to speak to certain people because I could not just enter the message, the full you know, message for today on the concept of discipline. But we want to bless the Lord. Aren't you glad that, amen, God could just hijack us, amen, and put a fresh word, a word that will lead his people and set the heart of his people on the journey and bring them to the point where they begin to, you know, Identify, they begin to realize themselves, they begin to amen, have a better understanding of who they are. Who are you? Who are you? Not what men amen have made of you, not what society has made of you, not what religion amen have told you that you are, not what even your own parent amen told you. But have you discovered yourself in the light of your engagement with your heavenly father? Have you engaged yourself? Have you come to the point where you know who you are in Christ? That from that position you can live life. You are connecting. You are relating. You are interacting. Hallelujah. Lord we thank you. Oh come on friends. We bless his name. We honor his name once again this morning. What a day. What a day. What a day. What a moment. Hallelujah. They said there is a man in your kingdom. That's what we are tracking. There is a man in your kingdom. Yes. The kingdoms of this world are becoming the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. Come on, proclaim it with me. The kingdoms of this world, the kingdom of South Africa, the kingdom of Lesotho, the kingdom of Namibia, the kingdom of, hallelujah, Southern Africa, becoming the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. The kingdom of Africa, the kingdom, yes, yes, of the continent, the, con the kingdom of United States of America, the kingdom, hallelujah, of Europe, they are becoming the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. There's a man in your kingdom. There is a spiritual entity in your kingdom. There's a dimension, amen, of a company of people within this kingdom. <clears throat> the spirit of the gods. That's the best way they could define them. Because they knew this world operating from a different realm. So they concluded <laughs> they, must, they must have the spirit of the gods. It's not the spirit of the gods, it's the spirit of Elohim. Is the spirit of Yahweh, is the spirit of the El Shaddai, is the spirit, amen, of Adonai, is the spirit, amen, of Christ Jesus that lives in them. When the spirit of Christ lives in you, you will not be, you will not be afraid, you will be bold, you will be courageous, yet you will express humility, but you will not be boggled down, you will not be beaten down, you will stand with your head torn, hallelujah, you will proclaim the majesty of Yahweh. Hallelujah. There's a man in your kingdom. 
who has the spirit of the Holy Ghost in him. God is moving in our day. And we are glad to be part of. Amen. His expression. His voice in the earth. Friends, thank you once again this morning. For being part of. This. Historic moment. This declaration. This manifestations of the voice of God. We are the company of them called warriors of righteousness. Now we know that this war is from a position, amen, of worship. It's from a position of, of communing, of devotion, com committed to God. Hallelujah. That's from there that we go out. Whenever you go out, you step out of your house into, amen, the world, you are going into war. And it's important you understand that. So, arm your mind. Arm yourself, amen. Yes, with this understanding that Christ is the one leading you. That Christ is the one guiding you. That you will not go except His Spirit leads you. So I proclaim upon you this day, I charge you to stand in the authority of the position that Christ has located you. Have a standing before God in righteousness. So you can go and speak forth His counsel. Come on, bless His name. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we thank You. Lord, we glorify You. Lord, we exalt you. We thank you for what you have done. You are worthy of all glory. We rejoice in you. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, what a declaration this morning, friends. We rejoice. Warriors of righteousness is a prophetic perspective on how today's saints can effectively participate and partner with God without a main hindrance or limitation. In the current kingdom activity. Oh hallelujah. What a delight. What a delight. Thank you everyone this morning that have joined us. I'm so so glad. Thank you sister Tina for joining. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you my dear sister Palessa. I really appreciate your connection. God bless you. Yes thank you for that word again. We remove the religious spirit from our churches yes we remove it we ask the Lord to continue to do his work of removal yes thank you we're moving beyond the minds of men we're entering into the day of the Lord amen thank you everyone thank you sister Myrtle God bless you once again for joining this morning and everyone who have joined us leaders pastors apostles bishops we appreciate everyone that have joined us this morning have yourself a blessed and a fruitful day We'll see you again as the Spirit of God. Amen. Leads us. Who knows? I might just be back today, uh, this afternoon, if the Spirit of the Lord permits me. All right. But we want to thank God, thank God for what the Lord is doing. Amen. May God continue to advance His will in our life. And may we continue to respond in accordance to His divine intention. God is building. Amen. His kingdom in us and through us. And the nations of this world, hallelujah, will see it and be drawn to the light of God's glory. God bless you. Have yourself a wonderful morning. Bye-bye.